Welcome to the Adventure Church Podcast. For more information about Adventure Church, please visit our website at adventurechurch.tv. Now, prepare your heart for a message from God's Word. Today, maybe you find yourself in a season, and if you're not in it today, I guarantee you, you'll, you will find yourself in a season eventually that you go, God, I'm not real big on this season. I don't like the weather that I'm in. I don't like what's going on. I don't like the potholes that are in my life that seem to just interrupt everything. I don't like the extra expenses that this is adding to my budget. That you can find yourself in a difficult, long season where you go, when is this just going to be over? And I think that we have to realize is, is that, that Ecclesiastes says that there's a, there's a time and there's a season for everything. That no matter what season you find yourself in today, that God has you there for a reason. Just like the seasons of our climate and of our world, that, that if, it, if there wasn't for long winters, we wouldn't really appreciate spring. If it wasn't for the cold days, we wouldn't be thankful for the warm days. You know, those people who live in like San Diego and Florida, you know, certain climates where it's like 75 year round. They don't understand seasons, you know what I mean? They don't, get, they don't get that cycle of life. And so today, whatever season you're in, I believe God has an encouraging word for you that will help you to endure any difficult season. In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, then in verse 12, he says this. And James was the brother of Jesus. He was a straight shooter. He told people like it was. And he said this, consider it pure joy. My brothers, whenever, so not if, but when, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded, unstable in all that he does. He said this, blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, who perseveres through a difficult season, because when he has stood the test, when he has made it to the other side, he will receive, not he might, it says he will receive, the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. So if you're in a difficult season today, James says it like this. He says, no matter what season you're in, no matter what trial you may be facing, he says, consider it an opportunity for joy. I don't know about you, but joy and hardship and difficulty that the word joy doesn't really go that well in my life with those things. That when I find myself in a difficult season, like yesterday when my tires all jacked up and I got to shell out a few hundred bucks to get tires, uh, you know, I, I wasn't going, praise God, you know, this is so great. I'm just so glad I got to hang out at a discount tire on a Saturday afternoon for two hours. You guys are really cool. And I got a free bottle of water. It was just wonderful. I got home. I was like, Jess, it was just, how was it? It was awesome. I loved it. I don't really always connect those dots, right? And then and, and, and seasons of life that are difficult, when we're in the winter, we don't always just go, oh man, this is great. You know, th- this is wonderful. But James says there is, there's actually an opportunity there that you can view this as joy. So how do we do that? How do we get through and endure a difficult season? How can we see it as an opportunity to actually rejoice and give God praise? The first thing that we need to do if we're gonna endure a difficult season is, is you need to get the right perspective. Perspective is everything. 
How can you consider it joy? Because here's what James says. He says, in the middle of that season, God is preparing you for what's next. And if you don't go through the winter part of the season, you're not going to be ready for when spring comes. And when, when summer comes and you get that vacation that you've been waiting for all year, you, you wouldn't appreciate it as much if you don't go through the season you're in. So no matter what season you're in, if you can get the right perspective, if you can view it through the right lens, it can actually be an opportunity to rejoice. I think about once I had kids, really Riley, our first child, she's three years old now, that my perspective, the way that I viewed the world actually changed. It really did. Those of you who are parents, you understand that, that, that you see the world differently, that you go, man, I have this child. And with Riley, you know, her stories where she was born with a heart defect, had open heart surgery five weeks old. So we were immediately like in this situation, in this difficult season. But, but my perspective changed. Immediately I wanted to do anything I could to protect that little girl. I didn't even know her for a day when they diagnosed her what she had. And I was willing at any moment to lay down my life for hers because your perspective changes. You view the world differently. The decisions I make now, I now realize don't just affect me, they affect my children. And so I, I view the world differently. I, I act differently. I handle myself differently. I don't just think about myself. I think about them. And we talked a little bit last week. I, I think about the world that, that my daughter is going to inherit in 20 years. And what we need to do to make sure that, that she's in an environment and, and has a church and, and has an opportunity to live for God and has the same freedoms that I enjoy today. So I, my perspective is different. And, and, and when we accept Christ, you can't view the world the same way that you did before you knew Christ. When you accept him, your perspective changes. The, the glasses that you, the lens that you view the world through actually changes. We don't just view circumstances and things that happen as just, oh man, you know, just it was an accident, it was coincidence. No, every season you go through, it doesn't mean that God wills everything to happen, but that everything that you go through can be an opportunity to rejoice if you have the perspective that God is preparing me for something else. He's preparing me for something new. Whether you're in a job situation where there's transitioning happening and you don't really understand it and it's, it, 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 it's, it's a stressful transition. When you believe in God, when you've put your faith in him, you go, hey God, here's the deal. My life is not my own. You bought me with a price. I have decided to follow you. You have a plan in any, anything that I'm going through. So God, you're going to open the right door. You're going to provide. You're going to do what only you can do. So that's the faith that you have. You don't get down and out. You go, God, it's yours. You handle it. Maybe it's a different situation that you're in financially this season or a relationship that's strained and you go, man, it's just a difficult season. Get the right perspective. Understand that through anything that God can work it out. Romans eight twenty eight. you've probably heard this many times. It said, and we know, I love that part, and we know this. See, maybe many of you are like, dude, I get this, Kyle, I know this. What Today, I'm reminding you, as, as Paul was reminding the, in Romans, he, he said, we know this, that God causes everything. What was that word, everything? Did I say some things? Only good seasons? Only good things in your life? Only the happy times? It says everything. Everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Everything. 
not just some things, everything. No matter what season you go through, if your perspective is right, if you view it through the lens that God is in control, that he is, is the one who is in charge of my life, I've put my faith fully in him, that every season can have an opportunity for joy if you view it the right way. God says everything that you go through, if you can keep the right perspective, if you can keep your focus on where it needs to be, that he will work it together for the ultimate purpose for your life. That's an awesome thing. That was the part I talked about earlier where you would say amen or like that's really good. You know, that's good. You know, if you're in a difficult season, if you're in a long, maybe you're not, maybe none of you are in one right now. You will be though. And when you get in that, you can go, man, I got to keep my perspective right. I got to keep my focus on Jesus because the Bible says, and, and we believe that these are true, the, the statements in his word are true, that he can take anything and work it together for my good. He can do it. And when you get on the other side of that season, when spring comes, we'll all look back, and guess what we'll start doing in about July? We'll complain about how hot it is, right? That's what it is. You look back, your winter was whatever. The season that you're in now, that you're enduring, once you get through it, you get on the other side of it, you'll realize that God was working, that he was preparing you. So we gotta get the right perspective. The second thing that you need to do today is keep praying. You need to keep praying. God is there for you. The Bible says that if we, James said, if you're in a trial situation, you can count it as joy. He said, but those of you who lack wisdom or you lack understanding, you don't get why you're in it. He says, ask God that he gives generously to those, that he can give you wisdom, that he can bring that understanding. So in the middle of that difficult season, you have to get the right perspective. You gotta see it for what it is, but then you gotta make sure that you're still connecting to God. Because the tendency when we go through difficult times, when we find ourselves in a trial, like we're banging up against the wall, we back off. We go, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep banging my head. I'm gonna back away from this. I'm gonna back away from God. I'm gonna pull away from him. And reality is, is that when you find yourself in a difficult season, that should be the opportunity that you pray harder than you've ever prayed in your life. That you press through that situation where you pray even harder, you fast, whatever you gotta do to say, God, I'm gonna stay connected to you. Why is that so important? Because God is the one that helps you navigate the rough seas. He's the one, he's the captain of the ship. He's the one that you've placed in the driver's seat of your life. And so if you back away and you're not tapping into the wisdom and the guidance that, that only he can give, then it's gonna take you a lot longer to get through that season. So you gotta keep praying. You gotta keep connected to God. He loves you. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you the strength that you need. He'll help you get through anything, even if it seems impossible. You know, some of you know the story of Riley, and some of you don't. You're new today, or you're new to our church, but, but our daughter was born with, with a heart defect and had to have open heart surgery at five weeks old, and that was honestly the most difficult season of my life, by far. The most challenging, the most difficult very, uh, you know, when you don't expect it and it happens, we had no clue that there was any issues. And so immediately it threw us into a difficult season. And I can remember in, in the hospital and I can remember seeing her right after her open heart surgery and just the, the heaviness of that moment, the challenges that, that I knew were ahead. And all I knew to do was, was to pray. That was it. I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't help her. I couldn't take her place. I couldn't give the doctors wisdom. I couldn't do anything but pray and the other thing I could do was ask other people to pray and thankfully through ministry and the different spots that that we've been in and the relationships we built and through social media literally I'm not I'm not exaggerating this I I would promise I I could guarantee that there were probably over 10,000 people praying for Riley and you go wow 10 you know 10,000 people no but I know 
I know one person that pastors a church of 3,000 and the whole church prayed for us. So 3,000 people gathered on a Sunday morning praying for our daughter. And I'm telling you, it, there was no other moment in my life that I sensed the power of prayer as I did in that season that we were in. It, it lifted us through it. It encouraged us. It strengthened us. It gave us the ability to endure that difficult season. And not only that, is, is it, 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 it helped my daughter. Riley was supposed to be in the hospital 8 to 12 days, and we were home in 4. Like, that's not an accident. That's the power of prayer. And oftentimes, in the middle of a difficult season, we forget how powerful prayer is. Prayer changes things. The temptation is to to pull away. But we need to make sure that we press in, that we pray, that we connect to God, that we don't pull away, that we push closer. The Bible says in James, it goes on to say that the, the prayers of a righteous person availeth much that they are powerful and effective prayer works so if you're in a difficult season don't pull away press in the bible says you draw close to god he draws close to you stay connected keep praying get the right perspective keep praying in the middle of that don't don't buy the the tendency to just get out and push away push through and if you do those things if you get the right perspective if you keep praying and stay connected to god james says this you will persevere So perspective, prayer, leads to the perseverance that you're looking for so you can endure the tough situation that you're in. If you hang tough, if you stand tall, you will get on the other side of the season. Spring is just 19 days away. Amen. It's getting close. You're going to be cutting grass in no time. We're going to get through this season. We, we know that we're going to get through it, right? Because seasons change. We, it's, it's not a matter of if spring is going to come, right? It's going to come. And so when you get the perspective and you, and you keep prayerful and you don't quit on God, you don't throw in the towel that you do persevere, that you stand tall, that you hang tough in that situation, it's not a matter of if you're going to get to another season. It's just a matter of when. And that just depends on how long you need to get ready for what's next. Think about people. Is anyone here today that that was in the military, any branch that went through boot camp? Anyone today? No? A couple of you? Okay. So boot camp, right, we all know is a pretty awful situation, right? They send you somewhere for, what is it, eight weeks, ten weeks, and they pretty much destroy you and break you down any way that they can. You know, and then what do they do? So they, they strip you, they break you down, and then they rebuild you. That's what they do. Then they retrain you to think and to react the way that they want you to. That's what the Army does. That's what any branch does. So you go in. They try to break you mentally, emotionally, physically, all those things. And so you get to a point, and then they start retraining you and rebuilding you to respond and react the way that they want you to. And I'm telling you that there's seasons of your life that are going to be the most difficult that you ever navigate, that you ever go through. But, and, and, and when you get the right perspective, you can view it for what it is, that it's a spiritual boot camp that God is taking you through. You go, what, what do you mean by that? What he's doing is, is he's stripping you down. He's breaking your old thought patterns, the way you viewed the world, all those kind of things. So he, he takes rid of all the stuff that he doesn't want. And, and if you can keep the perspective and you keep prayerful and you keep connected, he rebuilds you and retrains you to think the way that he wants you to think, to react the way that he wants you to react, to get you ready for whatever you're going to face in the next season. That's what boot camp's for. They prepare you, they train you, they get you ready. So when you're in a situation, whatever it is, if you get called to active duty, whatever it is, you're trained and you're ready 
for battle. And that's what God does with us. He takes us through that season because he knows what's going to happen in the fall and that if you don't go through this season right now, you're not going to be prepared for what's going to happen later. And so he retrains you. He makes you, he, he gets you in the, the way that he wants you to be. But in order to get there, you've got to persevere through boot camp. You've got to get through those seasons that are difficult so you can get on the other side, so you can graduate, because that's what James said. He said that, that if you can persevere, that the perseverance develops your faith, so that your faith is developed, that you don't lack anything, and you're ready for what God wants you to face. That God's developing those things in you. Newt Gingrich said that perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. That's what perseverance is. So when you want to quit, perseverance says, I will not quit. When you want to give up, I will not give up. You endure that season. It's the hard work that you do after that. Galatians 6, 9, God's word says this. So let's not get tired of doing what is good at just the right time. The right time, not your time. How many of you know that oftentimes our time is not right? It's not what God has planned. That he's saying, ah, it's a little premature, Kyle. You're not ready for that yet. How many of you know that I would love for us to be in a, in a, in a building right now that we own? That, that, that our team didn't have to get here at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning to set up every week and haul a trailer and tear down. Like those, that's, church planning is not a fun season, but it's a season of sowing, right? It's sowing. We're sowing now. We're in the field. We're plowing the ground so that we can plant and so that we can have a harvest later. I know that someday, fully and confident that we will have a building that we will own. And that we will have hundreds of people coming because this community needs it. Not because we need a big church or I should have the opportunity. To no, it's because there's hundreds of thousands of people living within two miles of this place that need a community to belong to. And so I know that's going to happen. But, but this season is not always the easiest one. Persevering through the, through the planning phase of this season is difficult. And in your life, though, but, but God's getting me ready for that. He's getting our team ready for that. He's getting you ready for that. If God brought 500 people in here today, guess what? We'd be done. <laughs> they would be sitting out in the parking lot. We don't have chairs for them. We don't have room for them. So there's a season of growth where God is preparing us. He's preparing me. He's preparing our team. He's preparing you. And we have to get the right perspective, endure those seasons, persevere through that, because at the right time, not my time, at the right time, God will bring the harvest of blessing if we don't quit. Perseverance. It's not easy. It's tough. When you're in the middle of winter, a difficult season, persevering is difficult. It takes determination. It takes a mindset that I'll never give up. I'll never quit. God is for me. He wants this to happen. And so James says that if you do that, if you can get the right perspective and you can stay prayerful and keep connecting to God and, and you make a decision to persevere, that you keep working and you keep pressing through no matter how hard it is, that then you will receive God's promise for you. So I laid out some P's for you today to help you remember this. So when you go home, you'll remember that perspective. When you're in the middle of a difficult decision, I gotta have the right perspective. I gotta see it for what it is. Not, I gotta see it as God working through me, preparing me. I'm gonna stay prayerful. I'm gonna keep persevering no matter what. And when I do those things, if I, if I don't give up, I don't quit, James says that the promise is, is, is for the taking. It's available to you. God's plan is incredible. It's full of purpose. It's full of hope for your life. The Bible says that he doesn't lay out a plan that isn't good for you. He says it's good. 
It's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome thing. It's a, it's a thing that gives you hope to look forward to. And his promises, the Bible says, are yes and amen. That means that, that it's true and it will happen. That's what amen means. It means so be it, that it will happen. The Bible says that his promises are yes and amen for us. And that we are called according to not our purpose and not our plan, but his plan and his purpose. And if we stay the course, we win. Look, I've read the end of the book. We win. God's given us the victory. It's ours. He promises. What does he promise us in, in, in the enduring difficult season? The first thing he promises you is maturity. How many of you know, no matter how old you are, doesn't mean that you're mature, right? No matter how much experience you have, doesn't always equate to maturity in your life. I know a lot of old people that are very immature still, including myself, right? I still laugh at things that I laughed at when I was five. You know, I don't, I don't even understand it, but... Someone passes gas on an airplane, I think it's funny. You know what I mean? I just laugh. But, but we find ourselves there. So he guarantees this, that enduring the difficult season is going to bring you maturity. God doesn't want you to lack anything. He doesn't want you to get to the game of your life, the big moment that he's preparing you for, and for you to strike out. He wants you to hit a home run. But he says, if you're going to hit a home run, you're going to have to be in the batting cage every day, preparing for that season, working hard so that when you get there, you're ready. So he promises us maturity in our life, and we all need that. And then the other promises that's guaranteed for those who are called and following God is eternity. He promises us maturity and eternity. He said that, that if you stand the test of time, if you, if you stand the test, you will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. The promise of eternity is for all of those who stay the course and follow after God. The Bible says that we receive a crown when we get to, he- to, to heaven. You know, our, a couple of our volunteers and kids, they started a new schedule where there's teams that are going to be rooting to, through every, every week of the month back in kids, and it just so happened that one of the couples that's back there today was serving last week, but because of the new schedule, they were serving two weeks in a row. And I looked back, back at them, I was last like, two weeks in a row, man, you must just love these kids. And they kind of smiled at me, and, and you know, being with the, the babies isn't always the funnest place in the world to be on Sunday morning. Some people love it, some people, it's like, I do this because it's the right thing to do, and I love God. You know, sometimes we do things because we love God, not because we love what we're doing. And so they're back there serving, I said, well, hey, what the coolest thing is, is man, you know, you just added a few more bricks to that mansion in heaven. And they laughed and they said, I hope so. But, but the reality is that the Bible says that we will be rewarded for the work that we've done, that, that he's preparing mansions for us. And I don't know about you, but I, you know, I don't have that big of a house now. I, I want a big one when I get to heaven. I want to, I want to, I want to have a crown that's worthy of the sacrifice that Jesus paid for me. I can say, hey, I went all in. I never gave up. I, I persevered, and the promise that you give me is, is mine. He says, if you stand the test, if you endure the difficult season, that the reward is yours. We win. That's the promise that we have today. The band's going to come up, and we're going to close out this morning. But in Romans chapter 8, verse 31, Paul again said this. He said, what shall we say about such wonderful things as these. And what he was referencing before that was just the grace of God, the love of God. That whole chapter talks about how nothing can separate us from the love of God. That's a pretty cool thing. That no matter what you've done to this point this morning, coming in to this place, that there's nothing you could ever do to change the way God feels about you, that the love that he has for you. You you can't change it. And so Paul's referencing that. He's like, what can we say about these things that, That if God is for us, who could ever be against us? 
Who could ever be against us? Whether it's a, a crazy neighbor, whether it's a, a difficult situation at work with a boss, whether it's a, the tension in your relationship, he says, it doesn't matter that there is an enemy who's out to destroy the work of God in your life. And the Bible is very clear on those things. But the reality is, as the Bible says, is greater is he, God, that is in you than he that's greater in the world. That you have everything you need to live victoriously in this life. You have everything you need to endure the difficult season that you're in. Everything you need. But we have to make sure that we keep the right perspective. That we stay prayerful. That we make sure we don't give up, that we persevere. And when we do that, we will receive the promises that God has for us. Today I want to sing this song and it's uh, more of a celebration song than anything else. That, that God is for us. That, that his promises are for us. That if, that if you believe in him, that no matter what happens, you can endure a difficult season. Would you stand with me today? And, and before we do that, uh, I just want to ask you a simple question. Is maybe...